What's going on, Reapers? This is Devontae. This is Reaper Training. And y'all are now listening to the Reaper Motivation Podcast. We are back. And uh, today, I'm actually doing a podcast on, if you guys pay any attention to the YouTube channel, this was an earlier video I made on my YouTube channel. Uh, as far as the concept was, it was called uh, Trauma and Success. However, um, you know, YouTube, you don't want to make the videos too long. Um uh, so I didn't get into it, really get into, like, the subject matter like I wanted to. And just recently, like, how I've been living and thinking, I feel like this is something that it would be good to go back and talk about, especially on the podcast where, you know, I have more leeway to, you know, speak about things and, you know, kind of give my opinion and delve into the subjects a bit more, you know, fluently. So, um Again, it was called Trauma and Success, and uh, basically the premises of the video was basically we all go through something, right? Uh, all of us, all forms of work, works, uh, all forms of life, we all experience some type of pain or struggle, and it affects everyone differently. You know, some people quit. You know, some people they 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 go through something bad. They, they feel like they can't go on and they just allow life to kind of beat them down into the dirt and they never get back up. And then some people take that same trauma and they turn around and they become great. You know, this is when you see the people like a, like a, a, a DMX or, or you know, a David Goggins. You, it, it's, it's so many people that you could look up to, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger that come from very, very unfortunate means and, and use that as a as a crutch to be strong. And um, I feel as though I'm one of those people, uh, even though I haven't gotten to where I, I want to be in life just yet, I feel like I, I've used things that I've gone through in my life to, to make me strong and I've used to push on. Uh, but there's different levels to it, right? So... One of the first subjects that I touched on when I talked about it was um, the way you live is not, the way you learned how to survive is not the way you necessarily need to live. And what does that mean? That's very, it's very, that's a very complex statement, even though it doesn't seem like it. So when you start using your trauma to be strong, right, let's say I'll use myself as an example. When I was younger, you know, I didn't have any siblings and the environment that I grew up in in my first half of my life up until I was twelve when I lived in New York was a more violent environment, right? You had to you had to fight to be outside. Like there's no there was no way you was gonna go outside and not be getting into fist fights if you wanted to go play if you didn't want to get bullied, right? And I didn't have no siblings, so I gotta fight by myself. That was something that I came to terms with early on. And Along with what was going on in my home life, my temper de- developed and started to get pretty bad. So I was fighting a lot. Uh, got thrown out of school when I was in like second grade. Uh, probably from first grade all the way into, well, actually, I take it back to uh, probably pre K. From pre K all the way up until I was about, I say about 15, I was constantly getting into fights all the time. Suspensions here, thrown out of school there. Uh, bringing razor blades to school, knives. I was always into something, but it was just because the way I learned how to survive as far as my environment was if you wanted to be outside and you didn't want to get bullied, you had to fight. And you need to turn up as much as possible. And I've also, you know, anybody who knows me, if you're around me, I smile a lot and I'm a very happy dude. 
me being bigger, especially when I was little, because I was about, I might have been maybe 170 pounds as a fifth grader. <laughs> I was pretty big. So, like, um, oh, no, I was 160 as a fifth grader, still big as hell. But, you know, I was always a bigger kid. And you see a big dude that smiles a lot, uh, you perceive him as being soft, you know, big for nothing. And dudes will say that, and they'll do this, do something to, to try to see where I'm at with it, and I go ballistic. I'm throwing desks, I'm hitting people, I'm bringing knives, I'm threatening to kill people. I'm, I was all, I was, because, you know, when you grow up and you start getting bullied, like, it was to the point, man, like, dudes, I got jumped by, like, teenagers when I was real little, uh, not real little, but I got jumped by teenagers when I was in, like, maybe fourth grade. And, like, that's how real they got if you didn't want to get bullied. Like, things happen, so you had to defend yourself. Um, but recently, I went through something at work, right? Um, I haven't actually talked about it on my podcast or anything like that. But I was having a lot of problems with this supervisor. And this dude was one of these dudes who just... One thing about the shipyard down here, everyone wants to, for some reason, well, not, I'm not going to say shipyard. One thing about men is everyone wants to be the tough guy, right? And I kind of came to terms a long time ago as a teenager, like, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks about you but you. Like, if you know you're not pussy, there's no need for you to be out here trying to be the biggest, baddest killer, OG, you trying to run down and carry guns. Like, all oh, that's not necessary because... What's more important, proving to somebody that you, you know, tough or, or, you know, going to jail for 30 years or just living your life and just knowing that someone plays with you, you can defend yourself, you know. So I've never been on that type of time, but a lot of people that I worked with was. And, um, again, I smile a lot. I'm, I'm a friendly dude. And he would try me a lot. And it came to a head where he basically... You know, it's a it's a, it's a military installation. So if you if you spank somebody on that yard, you going to jail, and you not working on that yard no more. Um, and I and he got we got into it, and he basically I didn't try to fight me. He tried to jump at me. I just stared at him. But like going back to what the subject is, how you learned how to survive, not how you learned to live. Had I went back to my how I grew up and how I learned to deal with confrontation. I'd been in a terrible spot because I was getting ready to get a new job. I have a new job now, but I needed my secret clearance. And it, it took a lot, man. I remember I was going home and I just, I couldn't sleep because I was like, I cannot believe that I didn't fight. Like, I can't believe, like, I didn't back down from when we was arguing, but I just was like, I can't believe that, like, I didn't, like, I felt I felt almost sick. It was weird. Like I was, I really was torn up about it. To, to this day, it still bothers me. Like this happened months ago. And now I'm still like, I just can't because the way I learned to even, you know, and I'm not talking about just growing up. When I went to boot camp, you know, Marine Corps, you know, people get bullied. I've seen recruits get straight up like beat by other recruits just because they weren't, you know, tough enough. And, you know, and that's just and you see stuff like that. And I just. I was always brought up to you never let, allow yourself to get bullied. You don't look for issues, but you fight back. And it just really, it tore me up. But when I came to grips about it, I realized that, you know, how you learned how to survive is not how you have to live. You can't live the same way sometimes. You know, you can't, I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago. You're not the same person you were 10 years ago. None of us are. 
you know, we all change, we all develop, we go through things, especially if you're chasing goals, you want to find out a lot of different things about yourself. And, you know, I, I definitely feel like if you really want to be successful in life, you have to learn how to let certain things go that you were holding on to that makes you you. You know, I I feel like when I came to terms with that, it made it a bit more easier because right now, you know, I don't, I'm not bragging on myself, but like I'm in a better position than I was at that point in time when that confrontation happened. But just one, one slip up, like let's just say I went, lost my temper, we got to fighting in that room. I would have lost my security clearance. I probably went with the jail. I wouldn't have been able to work on this yard again. You know, I'm not the best with money, so I probably would have lost my part. It could have got really bad just to prove a point and just to hold on to that same thing that I grew up with. And it wasn't worth it. It wouldn't have been worth it at all. And I know a lot of you guys out there, you go through it every day. And it doesn't have to be just with fighting. It, it could be with, you know, trust issues. Or not even trust issues. A, a big one that I notice with people is trying new things. Like a lot of times trust issues will make it to where you don't want to try new things. You're scared to get out your comfort zone and possibly fail. And that's how you probably got through high school. That's probably how you got through college if you went to college. There's a lot of things that we go through. And we learn to you know, kind of not get out of our comfort zone. But if you do not take that leap of faith and believe in yourself, you'll never really prosper. You know, you got to take that risk. And, again, the way you learned how to survive is not how you learned to, how you need to live now, you know. And your goals are not a pacifier for this. Like, you working on your goals, you being the best that you can be, you know, you ch chasing something, that's not going to cure what you went through when you was younger and make you, and all of a sudden, every issue you have is solved by you being a goal chaser. That's one thing that people, when they say money doesn't buy happiness, you could hustle all the time. And I see it. I see dudes that don't spend time with their family. They work 70, 80, 90 hours a week, and they don't get to enjoy life. They don't vacation. They don't travel. And it doesn't bring happiness. It's just straight hustle. But and, and sometimes it's not always towards a goal. Sometimes it is. But that doesn't, if you're not dealing with what hurt you in the past, Along with chasing your goals, and it just it won't it won't be the same, right? You just won't really find that true happiness. I feel that the people that you see who are really truly happy in life, you know, because not everybody you don't need to have a million dollars to be happy. But I feel like the people who are happy in life learns how to combine chasing goals, or like again, whether those goals be a family, or that goal be a, is you know having a wife and kids. Uh, getting a promotion at your job, they've learned how to combine that along with healing themselves at the same time. And healing can go through m multiple ways. I, I'm one of those people, I don't believe that therapy is something that I want. Um, It's just, it, it doesn't, I mean, I feel like it's different for everybody, but I don't think therapy is something that's good for me, but it's good for some other people. You know, it works for other people. And, you know, I, I definitely feel as though understanding what's not what's wrong with you but understanding what what is hurting you inside is just as important as knowing that you that you need to keep striving to be great and um 
the trauma of others. This was another uh, subject that we had touched on in the video. The trauma of others can hurt you just as bad when you're chasing goals. And, you know, we talk about a lot of, you know, relationships on this channel. If you if you have like a lot that you're dealing with inside, right? And it could hold you back from a lot of things. But if you're dealing with a lot inside and you are with somebody who is also dealing with a lot inside, it can really strain. I'm not even going to say just your goals. It'll strain your soul. <laughs> I know it sounds a little strain, but it'll really strain you personally to try to fit something that's wrong inside of another person. And I see that a lot. You know, um, people post things. They'll say, like, um, I try to heal everybody, but who's going to heal me? That's a dangerous, like, I really feel as though, and this is not, like, a selfish thing. This is not me saying that if you're healing somebody, you're wrong. But I really feel that you can't, you can help, right? You can try to console that person. You could be there for that person. But you can't heal somebody else's pain. Like, if someone went through something really traumatic and really bad, how can you heal that person? You see what I'm saying? Like, what can you really do? Besides just be there for them Like that's something that they got fits inside Like I know me When I came up Oh shit Sorry <laughs> When I came up One thing that I learned to do was Always Kind of never ask for help Everything has to be done on my own Because if someone helps They can throw it in your face later on and that derives from a lot of things from when I grew up. Um, but it it really derived mainly from I always felt as though no one truly believed in me, especially in my high school in my uh high school years. I felt like a lot of people saw the way I was and saw where I was going, you know, uh, and didn't really believe in me. So when I did things, I was like, you know what, if no one believed in me, don't believe me when I succeed. And that's a detriment. Like, I'm telling you right now, like, it's been times, like, I, it, to the point where I'd rather starve than ask somebody to, you know, buy me some food. And I'm talking about starve as in, like, there's nothing in this motherfucker and I'm just, you know, toughing it out until I, I get paid again to go get some oodles and noodles or something. You know, and that's something that no one can fix that. Like, I can't sit there. It'd be selfish of me to get in a relationship and, and tell somebody, hey, yo, you need to help me figure out why I'm so damn hard-headed or why I don't want any help from anybody. You know, you need to fix that for me. That's something that's, you know, again, it's selfish because that person has things they're dealing with, and that person, you know, is probably not really equipped to do that because you, you, you get in relationships with people from all forms of life. It's kind of funny when I look back on it, like a lot of relationships or interactions I have with females, Every now and again, I got one that's from, like, a similar background as I am. But, like, for the most part, you never know who what you're getting. You got people that come. You know, I've dated people that have parents that are millionaires. I've dated people who, you know, grew up on farms. It's kind of crazy. So that person may not know what the hell you talking about. Like, it, there's some people who couldn't fathom, you know, sleeping on floors or, or, or eating oodle noodle oodles and noodles two, three months in a row or something like that. There's people that can't fathom that type of stuff. You know, it doesn't mean that they can't help with it, but if you don't know, if you don't know that type of life and then you're not, you know, really knowledgeable in it, how selfish would it be for somebody to get with you and be like, all right, fix this. 
make me feel better for shit that you wasn't involved in you don't know about. You know, that's that's just something that, that strains relationships a lot. And um, that's one thing I feel like, you know, people use as a pacifier when they get into relationships. Because, again, a goal is a, a, a relationship can be a goal. And a lot of people will turn around and be like, you know, I want a wife and stuff so that they can heal me. And that's just, I feel like that's just something, you know, Will Smith has said something very, I mentioned this before, but he is just so, it was so real. He was like, um, you know, no one is responsible for your happiness. You are. And that's the realest thing that I ever heard. And I always say it because it's just such a real, because, you know, you, you try to, you, when you get friends and you, people that you care about, you know, it's 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 a selfish thing to think, but we all, in a way, want somebody to to make us happy, like make me feel good when things are going bad, which is possible. But you know, to say that you know m- this person is not making me happy enough, this person make me insecure. When those are, are inner things, you know, inner pieces. I have a tattoo, um, yin and, yin and yang symbol with the uh, in um, Mandarin. It says peace inside. Inside of the uh, yin and yang I got that tattoo because a big goal in my life You know, more than anything else Is to find inner peace You know, just to be at peace With the fact that the past is the past And you're moving forward You're you're, you're at peace with who you are as a person You're at peace with, you know, who you were in the past And what you're going to be in the future You know, you're it It doesn't strain your heart You know and that's just something that I feel like is a is a dope way of um, of looking at a relationship. You know, before you get into it, understand what how important your inner peace is. And going into the next subject, um, chasing goals or or personal understanding and chasing goals will always work better than drugs or alcohol. You know, I, I have a lot of friends. Um, I won't say a lot. I have a few friends who, you know, they, we, you know, like I said, you kind of, you kind of you, you liking yourself with people who are similar to you. Like those, a lot of your friends will be, will share similar views. They'll, um, you know, they'll feel certain ways. And I feel like a lot of them had turned to drugs when I was coming up. I never did drugs. Uh, I do drink, but not, um, I'm like a party drinker. Like, I like having fun. So drinking is like a fun time for me more so. But I never used those things as a crutch to um, to kind of make myself feel better. Now, I did do that with food, and that's why I have such such bad weight problems. I love eating, and when I feel bad, I eat, you know, more to, uh, more to like rougher patches in my life, you know, when things are going bad, I stuff my face. So we all use something. But chasing goals, I've realized, will always make you feel better than using drugs, alcohol, food, uh, gambling, whatever you can think of. You know, chasing a, a particular path or a hobby or something will make you feel a lot better. Like, I can tell you this right now, like, I've used food to make myself feel better, and I've used my my fitness goals to make myself feel better, and my fitness goals always works better. At the end of it, I like how I look. I feel good. I my my body feels good. You know, I'm I'm proud of myself. And the latter is when I just eat. It's like yeah, you know, 
that bacon cheeseburger was great now, but, you know, I don't like the way I look in the mirror. I don't feel comfortable. My confidence wanes a little bit. And it's the same thing with drugs and alcohol. Like, all my friends, like, I got one homeboy. We was real close, and he got to taking Zans. Now, I don't know if y'all have ever seen somebody off Zans, but Zans are no joke. Like, Zans will fuck you up. And um, it kind of, I'm not, it, it, it's, it's made him, like, kind of go crazy a little bit. But I remember talking to him when he first started fucking with him, and I was like, bro, like, that's just not going to help you, bro. Like, I know you're going through some things, but you got to, there got to be another outlet. And, and we, we, we kind of, we haven't really uh, stayed in contact since then, but I've been, you know, I got him on Instagram and stuff like that, and I just, I can see what it's been doing to him, and it kind of hurts, but it's like, you know, we all on our own path. We got to find our own way to work, walk it. And, you know, that's something that's real, like, drugs and alcohol, you know, it's, it, we, none of us are, like I said, our mind is food, none of us are, are perfect enough to where we won't succumb to it, but this is just me saying that there's other ways to, to help yourself than hurting yourself with, you know, using crutches, you know, and I still struggle to this day, I still struggle with using food to make myself feel better, you know, um, if I'm if I'm having a bad day, first thing in my mind is man, I just want to go home, get some wings and a cheeseburger or something and chill, which is not necessarily bad. But <laughs> if you having a if you having a bad week and you take a whole week to do that, you, you know what I mean. Somebody like me with my body type, it it'll regress me a lot, and then it'll just make me not feel good, you know. Um, and the last subject that we're gonna touch on today is. If you have someone who is a main, a main cause of your trauma in your life, and this is a big one, right? Whether that be, you know, whoever it is, it doesn't matter, family, friends, whoever, it's, you know, exes, if they're a main reason of why you're, you feel like you're insecure or you feel like you're hurting or you feel like you're bitter or whatever the case may be, you need to get them out of your life. Get them the fuck away from you, period. And this is not, like, a scornful thing. This is not me saying do it for revenge. This is because you need to, until you figure out how to have inner peace with what that person did, you cannot have them around you. Now, some people, I keep it a butt with you. If it's, if it's someone who really did something, you know, they showed it was disloyal, I say get them the fuck out your life, period. But if you want to let them in, once you come to terms with what they did, then that's cool, too. But me, I, I'd much rather... People change, but you could change on someone else's watch. I'm not finna waste my time, you know, hoping and, and praying and seeing if you're gonna, you know, be a different person than what you were when you did what you did. That's just me personally. But, you know, for the time being, until you find that inner peace with yourself, you should not be, you know, I, if you look at the uh, podcast I did about energy, you can't put your energy into somebody. First of all, if they did something that bad, they're probably not reciprocating the energy that you're giving into them. And, you know, again, maybe they do in the future, but until you find that inner peace, until you, you know, you feel better about yourself, you need to really, I I always, you know, people don't like doing this, but I personally feel like the best thing you could do for yourself when you are are really hurting, and this, this could change for everybody, but when you're going through something, it's really good to, like, take a moment and just kind of take some time to yourself. 
And that's a lot of people are against that. Some people are probably going to turn up this podcast and hear that. But hear me out. Like, when you are alone, you get a chance to really think and reflect and understand yourself. Like, it's a different type of vibe of you. No one is there. Like, there's no one to, to, to influence you. Like, this is all just you. You have to come to terms with what's going on. And if you're a strong-willed individual, it'll it'll really open your eyes to a lot of things. I'll say that, you know, I was at one point very nervous to, like, I've always been an introvert, but when things go real bad or if I find somebody who I'm really close to, I was always nervous sometimes to lose that person because I felt like, well, damn, I got to go back to the dark. But then I, I, I would not lose them or I would just not be in contact with them, and I'd take some time myself and realize, you know what, this there's so much I don't know about myself. There's so much that we as people don't know about ourselves. And you learn those things taking that time to yourself and figuring out who you are and what you want to do and what you want to be. You know, you learn a lot about yourself. So I would definitely use that as a recommendation. Like, take some time yourself to think, you know, try to find that inner peace, you know. And then find a hobby, you know. Um, I used to, when I was in boot camp, I was so stressed out that first month. I was meditating, and I would, I'm not going to say what I saw when I was meditating because it's kind of weird, but um, I would meditate, and I used to feel a lot better. Like, I would just take, you know, they you, they give you some time at the end of the day in boot camp to pray before you go to uh, go to bed, and I remember I would take those, I think it's like 10 minutes they give you or some shit like that, 10, 5 minutes, and I would take that and just sit there and just control my breathing and just think of something. The uh, main thing I would think about is a wolf. I, I love wolves. And I would just think about it and then think about what I want to be and where I want to be and just take that time to meditate. And I felt so much better. It's weird. You know, so meditation is a great way of doing things. Um, outside of meditating, you know, I do this. I love going to the gym. I almost meditate at the gym when I'm working out. My headphones are blaring. I'm, you know, sweating and breathing heavy, but at the same time, like, I really have a chance to think by myself and figure things out. So finding a hobby, you know, finding a hobby is, is great. Um, But at the end of the day, man, you know, like I said, we're all going to go through stuff, and you're going to keep going through stuff because that's what life is. But, you know, you can't use your, your success as, 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 a, um, as, a, as a crutch to get through that end. I definitely, I guess the main purpose of this is, you know, the way you learned how to survive is not how you have to live. You know, always be open to change. Always be ready to to reinvent yourself because it's never too late. You know, nobody is cursed to be the same for the rest of their life, period. You know, it doesn't matter where you come from, what you've done, you know, how you've hurt. You know, we all have an opportunity to change and do something big in this world. All it takes is just the, you know, just the right opportunities and we create opportunities for ourselves over here because we don't chase dreams we hunt goals so appreciate y'all for listening man uh definitely sub uh definitely go look at the youtube channel um that's just i, I thank y'all for sticking with me i know i've been slacking on these videos but you know i feel like i found that motivation to keep putting these up and i appreciate y'all for the support so it's devontae's reaper motivation y'all be easy